Yes, I'll live in glory by and by. That's talking about the hereafter. After we leave, leave this world, this temporal state that we're in. Amen. But if you don't prepare here, this is, this is training ground for eternity. This is training ground for the by and by. If you don't train here, you ain't got to worry about the by and by. Okay? Because you're going to have another. You only get one forwarding address when you leave here. I, I learned that from the post office. See, when you leave one, one address, see, you got to put in your forwarding address. So your mail won't get to you. Okay? So, so if you don't prepare in this state, see, your, your, your forwarding address is already determined for you. You, you got one or two de destinations, and you're not going to stumble into heaven. Okay? So that's a prepared place. For prepared people. Amen. Amen. I want to thank uh, our song leader, Brother Eric Mathia, preacher slash song leader slash servant. Amen. See, when you put that servant in there, that covers a multitude of positions. Amen. I want to thank him for filling in. Sometimes it's got to be that way. We, we've had it sometimes where there's two of us here, you know, in situations where a preacher and somebody else, you know, and, and that was the service. And sometimes it has to be that way. And we always encourage people that's new in the body to, you know, to grow. Use opportunities to grow because you never know when somebody, we're going to have a service like that where there's only a couple of y'all and somebody tap me and say, bro, um, I need you to do opening prayer, opening and closing prayer, you know. And, and, and you get tapped like that and you didn't have no practice in this. And, and I've had brothers that come to me and say that, and they say, you know what? I ain't hear none of the service after that, none of the sermon or nothing, because I was sweating bullets the whole time because they had never prayed before. Amen? So we, we, we have to use these opportunities to be stretched and, and moved so that we can uh, be all that the, the master would have us to be. Amen? We can't ask the sisters to get up here. That's the, that's the men's responsibility. Amen? All right, amen. So I want to thank uh, the brothers that took part in the service thus far. Thank you all for taking time out of your day and coming back for some and for coming out for others to worship the great God in heaven. Thank my brother for reading the scripture text. Amen, and leading us into this. So in the text that was read into your hearing, 2 Timothy chapter number 2 and verses 20 through 26, and and I'll read it again just for emphasis sake to make that make sure we're on the same page here. And the text reads, but in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth and some to honor and some to dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meet. For the master's use and prepared unto every good work. Flee also youthful lust, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. But foolish and unlearned questions avoid, knowing that they do gender strifes. And the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men. Apt to teach, patient, and meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves, if God peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth, and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil, who are taken captive by him at his will. Apostle Paul had a lot to say there, trying to help his young son in the faith, Timothy, to be all that God would have him to be. See, in order to motivate Timothy towards faithful service, the Apostle Paul used an illustration involving vessels of different qualities and values. See, he spoke of how a man could become a vessel, a, a, a vessel for honor prepared for every good work. And see, I, I see I'm going to have problems today. I, I told y'all before, 
I got my new glasses on, but see these are those progressive glasses and I got to keep looking, you know, adjusting. I got to pull my dollar store glasses out that allow me to see everything at the same time, okay? All right, so I'm going to try to try to pick up from, from here and, and, and work with that. I'll use the good glasses later, okay? So, so it, he said, if a man... Uh, 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 if a man become a vessel for honor, prepared for every good work. That's what Paul was speaking about here to Timothy. See, we too can learn how to be vessels of gold or silver and not wood or clay. Vessels for honor and not dishonor. See, which, if we do that, that would make us, which is the title of my message, profitable for the master's use. See, if we learn to be those vessels of honor instead of dishonor, then we'll be profitable for whatever the Lord has for us to do. Now, 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 if we are going to be prepared for every good work, it's going to take an involved concentration on our part and, 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 and considerable effort on our part because change takes work. A lot of times we won't change because it takes work to do that. See, I would, I would like to change from this, this pouch I got right here to be able to fit some, 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 some suits I have in the closet that I can't button the button, you know, on here. But, see, and I can look at them suits all I want to, Brother Bill, you know, and... I, I'm not getting no closer to them. In fact, I'm, I'm getting ready to go to the next size if I watch myself, right? But see, in, in order to, and I, and I don't want to do that, okay? But, but in order to do that, to make that change, see, it's going to take some work. It's going to take some discipline and, and bending of the elbow and, and, and what you bend it for, you know, what you, what you put in there. And it might take a little working out with some of that equipment that you got in the basement that, some of this not being used. I use some of it, you know, but uh, but, but it's going to take a concerted effort in order to do that. So 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 Paul was telling Timothy this as well. He said, so so it's going to take some work in, in order to, to be the man to be meat for the master's use. See, now, if if I was to give this overall message a, a title or some breakdown titles, I, I, I would name it, I, I would say it, it, he's going to talk about getting clean, avoid getting dirty again, and help someone else to do the same. Okay, see, see, see that, that, that's basically what he's talking about here and what he's saying. See, because he started off in verse 20 just telling us, he said, but in a great house, they are, are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and of earth and some to honor and some to dishonor. And this great house that he's talking about, because he's talking about the church. He's talking about in the church. We got all kind in the church. We got people whose, who, whose job might be more important than other. They don't make the person important, but their job that they have to do is some is more important than others. But see, but. And he said that you got some vessels that are honorable vessels and some are dishonored. Don't mean that they can't be used. It was just talking about their, their importance. But, but he's telling us also in here that all of us can be, be, be vessels of honor if we choose to be. If we choose to be, we can be that. Because he said in verse 21, he said, see, see, the, the, the first thing he said, we we must work in order to be these vessels that can be used of God. We got to work on our personal conduct. See, he said, in other words, there are some things that we need to avoid. We need to avoid them if, while working on our personal conduct. And, and Paul and, and Paul and. Verse number 21, he said we, we need to cleanse ourselves from certain things. In 21, he said, if a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor. See, he said, if a man purge himself 
from these to cleanse or to purify himself from these. Well, what is the these are you talking about, Paul? He said, you know, we, we need to be cleansed from these. See, you have to go back to the verses before that to see what he's talking about. And in fact, from verse 16 to, to 18, he says, he says, but shun profane and vain babbling, for they will increase unto more ungodliness. He says, and their, their word will eat as does a canker, as like cancer. He says, of whom is Hymenius and Philetus? He says, Who's, who concerning the truth have erred, saying that the resurrection is past already and overthrow the faith of some. So he says, one thing you need to avoid, you need to avoid them false teachers. Them people that be talking out the side of their mouth. He call them vain babblers, okay? You got some people that always got something to say. Talking loud and saying nothing. Amen. So so and, and sometimes they might be near and dear to us. But he's saying that it's some people you just need to avoid. You know, they could be in your family. They could be on your job, your associates. But in, in order for you to, to cleanse yourself, you need to stay away from certain certain individuals. See, the idea is that if a person would preserve their self from the corrupting influences of such men, he would be fitted to be a vessel of honor or to be employed in the most useful and honorable service in the will of God. See, we might start off as a vessel that's not honorable, not a whole lot of value is placed on it, but we can become that, that vessel of honor. See, because I, I, I might be I might be home, Brother Veal, and, and and you know how sometimes you, you get an itch. You know, and you trying to you trying to scratch it and you trying to get to that particular spot where, you know, your your arm just won't and my wife see she ain't home, you know, she at work. This is this happening when and I'm I'm trying to find something that I can you know, try to get get to that spot, and I can't get to it. You know, cause, cause, cause I'm trying to get there, but it ain't right there. You know, and this won't get there. You see that sp that space in between there, and I can't get to that spot. But 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 see, I got this here. I got oh 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 man, I could get off. I can get off all them spots. You know. See, this becomes real valuable. This ain't nothing but a piece of wood. But, 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 but when the wife is at, at work or you're not home and, and my arms ain't long enough to get to where I want. See, this can be a, a vessel of honor. See, I might get this gold plated or something. I might get one made. And really, it can stay wood. But right now, it's so valuable. You know, I can, and, and, and I keep this in my office right near me whenever I had an itch that I can't get to. See, so, see, see, we, we can be the same way for the Lord. You know, we can start off not honorable, nothing, you know, silver or gold or nothing. But that can be very valuable when you got that itch you can't get to. And, and see, God can use people like that, that we think we're not valuable in his eyes. But, but, but stay faithful. Stay trying to do his will. And God can find a purpose for, for all of us. He already got a purpose plan for us. All we just got to do is just hang in there. So, so, so then he said, in addition, and, and, and I like what he said. He said, if a man purge himself. See, see, sometimes we just want the Lord to do everything, you know. We say, Lord, just clean me up, you know. But, but he didn't say, he said in here, if a man therefore purge himself from these. So, so it's certain things that was in our power to do that the Lord is not going to do. He expects us to do. We need to walk away from some things. See, see in addition to that, he said, 
in, in verse 22, he said, some people, situations we need to get away from. And then 22, he said, flee also useful lust. Flee also useful lust. Now, understand that although this was written to Timothy as a minister, see, this is applicable to all of us. This is, this, this, is, this is good stuff for all of us. It was written to Timothy and was telling him as a minister, Timothy, it's certain things that you need to do to make yourself useful in the kingdom of God. But like I said, don't don't think that. See, that's that. See, see, we want to put we want to hold the minister to a higher standard than we hold ourselves sometimes. But God said we all need to be getting getting right. Amen. So 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 he says. He said, flee these useful lusts. See, Paul felt that Timothy as a young man was subject to the same passions as other young men, and hence he repeated his cautions to him to avoid all those things arising from our youth. You know, see, with youth, we get certain lust and certain desires that, you know, just claw at us. You know, the hormones and, and everything is just acting up, and, and, and a lot of things we might grow out of, but in our youth, we're plagued by a lot of these things. And he said, he said, look, look, he said, Timothy, I know in your youth you got things that can can be a, a cause for a scandal if you don't watch yourself as a minister of the gospel. See, 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 he said, so you got to stay on top of those things. See, sometimes we might have those worldly influences. We might have those Worldly cousins or associates, like, like in the play yesterday, Tanya. Tanya might be your, one of your closest relatives, okay? You know how Tanya was. Tanya said, look, I want to hang. I want to hang, okay? And, and for y'all that, that wasn't at the play, y'all might y'all say, what is he talking about, you know? But everybody that was, no, you know. See, you, you might have Tanya or Marcus, you know, as your close associates, who want to take you down the wrong road, you know. See, sometimes, not willingly, we, we might have a relative or something that invite us to uh, 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 somebody getting, getting married. You know, you have some, and, and, and he having a bachelor party. She having a bachelorette party, okay. And you, 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 you going to the bachelor party for him, you know, so he can have his last fling or whatever, you know, whatever. And, and, and we don't know that where he invited us to is a strip club. Uh, did he say, y'all say, did he go there? Yes, I did. See, because we don't know, okay? So not, not that we wanted to go there, but we find ourselves in that predicament. And, and, and I was listening to Brother Charlie this, this morning, and, and he said something that I said, I had to write that down because, and when you find yourself in those kind of predicaments, okay, and, 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 and in the midst of saying that the, the guy got invited to a strip club, see, the, the, the ladies got invited to one of them bachelorette parties, and, and, and all of a sudden, uh, these three guys come in dressed as the village people, you know, and... And, and, and they start disrobing, you know, and stuff. But I'm saying you can find yourself in these positions. So what, what are you going to do at that time? As Brother Charlie said, you got to say, Lord, give me something. Give me something to get me out of this place. You know, if I got to do a Joseph and run out of my clothes, my, my coat to get out of here, give me something to be able to handle this situation. Because most of us, we'll sit there, you know, next thing you know, we sitting there you know, trying to be docile about things. And ne next thing you know, the, the performance is all over in your face performing. And, and before you can get out there, somebody then post the stuff on Facebook, you know. Amen. Amen. Y'all, these people quick with these cameras, you know. Before you can leave the place, you on Snapchat and Facebook and, and all these different things. And, and, and you weren't even supposed to be there. But, but see, it, 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 he said to flee 
those useful lusts. And he didn't say walk away. See, Joseph taught us the, the, the example of what fleeing is. Yeah. You know, you say, you know, when, when, that, when Potiphar's wife was in his face, he said, oh, well, no, I don't think I'm going to do that, you know. No, no, she grabbed and said, lie with me, you know. Grabbed and he said, <laughs> came out there, them clothes running, you know. He said, and he ran away from it, and, and, he, and, and look where it still got him. He, he got thrown in, in the prison, even behind that. But it, but it means that we got to go that far sometimes. We be worried about, oh, if this get back to you, the crew, they're going to say, you're a chump. Or you, you. Look, I'd rather, be, I'd, rather be, I'd rather be with the Lord and them call me a chump than to be with the, with the crew and the Lord judging me for, for not being what I need to be. Amen? So, so, so we got to make that decision sometimes, who we want to hang out with, because God might give us eternity to hang out with the crew if, if, if that's the decision that we make. So, so he told him that you, you got to flee these useful lusts. And see, along with those useful lusts, we, we also had that lust of the eyes, such as materialism. See, sometimes we want to have it all right now. We're not even 25 years old, and we, I want a new car. I want my own house. Not apartment, house. I say it house, okay? I want my own. And, you know, I want all these things that I see my parents and everybody else with, but I want it now. And, and see, sometimes Satan will say, well, you can have it right now. Don't worry about it. You, 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 can, you can pay the consequences later, you know. So, and, and, and we, we fall for that and not thinking about it. And, and we slap the plastic down or do whatever else we open ourselves up to. And we'll pay the price for that, that kind of stuff later. So, so Paul is trying to help Timothy here by telling him to flee those useful lusts. See, but uh, uh, along with that, and, and, and we let our eyes get us in trouble. See, we must avoid both wicked associations and wicked conduct. And, 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 and listen, it's not enough just to say what we don't do anymore. Well, see, I stopped smoking, I stopped drinking, I, I, I stopped chasing women, I stopped chasing men. I, you know, I don't do, it, that's not enough. It, it's not enough to say what you don't do anymore with, without a, a things to do list. See, see, I don't do these no more, but I started doing this. And that's what, that's what, that's what he said here. You know, he said in, in verse 22, he said, flee also useful lusts. But, see, now I'm saying something contrary to what I said before. He said, okay, here's your list. Here's your to-do list. I stopped doing these things, but now I'm following after righteousness, faith, charity, peace, and I'm doing all this stuff by myself, right? Is that what it said? Is that what it said in your Bible? No, it didn't say that. He said, he said, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. See, he's talking about being around like-minded folk. This, not, this, this race is not meant to be run alone. And when we think we can run it alone, we, we run into a whole lot of trouble. See, and I, and I, I was looking at this. Uh, uh, Brother VLCC, he says, but follow righteousness. The, the general meaning here is that we must practice, our practice must be doing all that is good and virtuous. Okay, that, that should be our main practice when we talk about following after righteousness. See, then he says, we need to practice faithfulness. That, mean, that is faithfulness in our duties. So, so often, you know, the Bible talks about mankind being truth breakers. You know, it, it, it's, it's, it's not hard at all to find people who just will not keep their promises. They give their word or say word don't mean nothing. Don't, don't, don't. See, see, because back in the day, all it took was a handshake. And, 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 you know, some cases it didn't even take a handshake. You know, you ask me about something, I say, oh, 
that, that was a contract right there. If I, if, I, if I nodded to him, he took that as, okay, he's going to do what he said he's going to do. You know, now, you know, see, and when people start defaulting on those things, now that's when contracts and co-signers and collateral and I got to give you the birth certificate of my grandchildren and everything, you know, now in order for you to take me for my word. Because when our words stop meaning anything, you know, it, 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 we don't have nothing. The Bible tells us that a good name is better than, than rubies and, and all these things. If, if, if you can still be counted on for your word. So we, we got to avoid those things. He said, he said, practice faithfulness in your duties. In other words, don't, my wife always talking about on her job how uh, uh, a lot of people on her job, they just in there for the paycheck. That's all, you know, and, and barely in there for that, you know, because somehow when they get paid, you, you can count it like clockwork. They calling in the next day. OK, they're not going to be there. I don't even know why they even look for them, you know, uh, because that's their practice. That's what they do. And, you know, just some people are just not dependable in doing what they the, see. You can't even count on them to do anything extra like filling in when somebody else called in because they don't want to do what they're supposed to do when they're there. And I mean, that's hard to work in those kind of conditions. So he said, he said, practice faithfulness in your duties, love or love to all men, not just to the ones you like, people that you like, but to all men and, and harmony with, with others, trying to work in harmony with others. See, now, now, what qualities could be more appropriate for a minister of the gospel than these things that we just said? All of them, okay? But not just for a minister, for any servant of the Lord. And, and I was looking at these things. I said, hmm, Paul said this to him. And then when you go over here in chapter 1 and around verse number 9, in, in verse, I mean, excuse me, chapter, chapter 1, I said verse 9, and me, like an idiot, didn't write it down on my other one when I was studying this last night. But he says the same things over in, in this, first, this first book, okay? I'm just not seeing it now. Um, okay, I'm not saying, but what, what, I, what I'm saying about the same thing, because he, he had a, a tendency of repeating these things, but... The things that he said to follow after was the same things that determined that you're going to put up a good fight for the Lord. When, see, and, and these are also fruits of the Spirit. See, he's saying, you know, these are things that we're supposed to have. Everybody that obeyed the gospel are supposed to have these things fluently in our lives as being a fruit or outgrowth of, this, of the fruit of the Spirit. But, see, we have the capabilities of showing these things, but uh, unless we take hold of these things and, and internalize them, then they won't show forth in, in our lives. But, 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 but this, this, this fruit of the Spirit is a thing that's going to help us when, when we don't have nothing else. We, they can take us further than... Other material things can't take us. And then when we look at, at Hebrews chapter 12 and, and verse number 14, he says to be peaceful with all men. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 14 says, follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Did, did y'all read that? He said these same things that he told you to follow after in, in, in Timothy chapter 2 and verse number 22, those same things, he said, if you don't have those things in your life, I got to wait for some, some, some people to stop turning and listen to it. He said in, in Hebrews 12 and 14, he said, follow peace. That was one of the things he told you and, and Timothy, he said, with all men and holiness, he said, without which no man 
shall see the Lord. Now you, now you can say, well, I'll get that stuff later. I'm not there yet. I'm praying about it. Okay, well, don't pray all the way up to your expiration date, okay? Because the scriptures that say, without which, you don't have these things. He didn't say it if you're praying on it, you know. He said, without these things, you see, because if these things are not manifested in your life, you're going to have a rocky road. I, I just know that, I, I said it before that, when I first obeyed the gospel, I had desires for certain things. But but then from reading this and going through life's challenges and life lessons and finding out that it's some more important things that I need in my life than the things that I had on my list. He said, this fruit of the spirit, I need that in my life because I run into some some individuals that without this fruit in my life, See, I'm not going to make it. I'm, I, I, God has given me pop quizzes, you know, after hearing messages that I amened and said, amen, brother, that, that's right. I, I got that. And God said, on your way home, he said, I'm going to give you a quiz. Really, really see if you got that. OK. And, and before I could get down to Joppa Road, he didn't gave me a quiz and, and you know, uh, uh, showing peace to all men and, 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 and being of a certain spirit and loving your enemy and somebody cut you off and you, you know let me catch up with them and give them a, give them a look you know and, and, and all I could think about was I marked my own paper fail you know I thought I had that when, when, when he preached that I thought I had that but see when you get your pop quiz and you don't know when you're going to get it see then you just got to go ahead and grade your paper say I got to work I got to work on that, you know. So, so, so we, we all going to get those opportunities to be tested in what we think we, we got. But God, God knows already what we got. He wants us to know. So he'll put us through a test so that we can know where we are. See, God is not wanting us to do this thing alone. He, 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 he wants us to be, be together with people who have a sincere love with the Lord. That's what he said back here in Timothy in that message. He said in, in 22, at the end of it, he said, flee off of youthful, youthful lust, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. That, that being around like-minded folks is, uh, is important. And, and I tell you, as you go further along in your walk, if you got more worldly friends than you got Christians, you're doing this thing the hard way. See, because if you're not influencing them, they're going to be influencing you. You know, if you're not rubbing off on them, if they use all kind of language in your presence and they have no respect for you because your light is not shining. You, 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 you got to cover over your light. In fact, you, you try to be a secret agent Christian when you're around them. You, you don't want nobody to know that I'm a Christian. Because now if, if I let them know, they're going to hold me to a higher level. I can't laugh hard at the jokes and I can't even, I got to stop telling them and all that kind of stuff. So, so, so some people uh, uh, won't let people know, won't make themselves accountable. And I, I, I tell you, that's the best way, best thing we can do is, is broadcast it. Have Church of Christ shirt on and, you know, and, and just, just, just curl yourself in that way where they see something different about you. And, and that's the best help that you can, you can have in keeping you accountable. Because if you try to do it on your own, Satan's going to, he's going to help you every time. See, see, and, and he, he not only says that, he tells us that we, we must seek both with, with what we've already talked about. We got to seek holy conduct and holy associations, which will train us, train us in being able to do the next particular step. And that's in verse 23. He says, but foolish and unlearned questions avoid, knowing that they do gender strife. So the more that we are around, we, the more we avoid those wicked associations and wicked conduct and gravitate towards holy conduct and holy associations, then we'll be able to work with those people that we come around with, with, 
with that foolishness. See, we must avoid foolish and ignorant disputes, which sometimes can't even be settled. Sometimes we get into disputes that can't even be settled. And, and this is with, over religious things or just disputes, period. And we go back and forth, back and forth about it, and the things can't even be settled. And then those th things that can be settled, at the end of it, we look back and say, this wasn't even worth it. This, 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 we was majoring in the minors. This, 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 uh, what does this mean in life? This, was, this, is, this is some vain babbling um, that, that the scriptures even talk about. So it, it's, it's some things that we need to just leave alone. In fact, in, in verse 14 of this same of chapter 2, he says, in, in reference to what we were just saying about uh, um, avoiding this, these foolish disputes and whatnot, he said in verse 14, of these things, put them in remembrance, charging them before the Lord that they strive not about words to no profit, but to the subverting of the hearers. And, 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 and I, I had one idea in my mind of what that meant until I studied the text a little bit better. And, and it's just saying, I thought it was talking about converting somebody in the subverting of the hearer, but that's not what it's talking about. It's talking about, it's saying that, see, we are strive, we'll go back and forth about words, but the subverting of the hearer is to bring them down. See, I just want to win the argument. That's all I'm worried about. I'm not worried about what's true. You know, I, I just want, I want to be, I'm not worried about what's right. I want to be right. And I'm going to go back and forth with you, you know, because my, my whole idea is I want to bring destruction to you or you know, de destroy the person that I'm, I'm talking to. And I mean, we know that this can't be of the Lord. The Lord said that he's not the author of confusion. So wherever there's confusion like that, we know Satan is involved in that. Sometimes we just need to stop and ask ourselves, well, where's this confusion coming from? Are they bringing it? Or am I bringing it? And what part of, am I playing in it? Even if you bring it to me, what part am I bringing? What, what part? Uh, the, you bringing fire at me, and, 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 and what am I doing with these two buckets I got here? This one with water and one with gasoline. What, what, am I helping the flame to, to, to go up? Because I, I could throw water on this. I could quench this. A, a, a soft answer can turn away wrath. You know, and we say, yeah, well, that that works for some people. Some people, they ain't going to let me well, say I just back up. I give a little bit and, and I get my little spritzer bottle with water. And every time you fire, you know, and I and I just keep on moving back from you. And I, I just squirt, squirt a little water to try to put it out. See, but we, we can we or, or see if we not thinking in the right way, we'll take that gas and say, come on, come on, come on. I'll, look, to show you I'm serious, I'm going to pour some on me first and just let you know that. I burned this place up, you know. See, we, and we had people just like that. They, they just looking for a fight, you know. That's what, what motivates them is, is they like fighting. And, 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 and that's, but that's not supposed to be the Lord's people. See, and then he says in verse number 24, he says, And the servant of the Lord must not strive. That's what I'm talking about. That's quarreling. Always like the drama. You go back and forth with the drama. And, and Brother Bill, you know, uh, uh, about that people, some people just like drama. And they, they, they thrive off that. And, 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 and I saw this commercial, and I told y'all about this once before, but I think it was a cars.com uh, commercial. And the people, they were buying cars, you know. And, and husband and wife there, and they're talking to the salesman like this. And, and you know, people just like drama. And the, the salesman said, okay, well, just sign the contract right there. And, you know, they, they didn't want to sign it, you know, because they want to haggle with them, you know, some drama here. You know, we, it's too easy, you know. And, and then he just brings this little, little, what looks like a dog over to them. And, 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 and the lady said, oh, such a cute little puppy, you know. Oh, he's so cute. And, and then they show over in the distance 
a wolf, a mother wolf over there growling, looking at her. And, 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 and the woman said, he's so cute. And the husband said, honey, put, put the dog down. Put him down. Put him down. Put him down, you know. And, and because this wolf is about to attack them. And, 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 and he tell them, put him down, put him down. So, so the salesman say, um, you ready to sign now? You know, say, yeah, we, we ready to sign. Cause, see, they don't want no drama no more. You know, they want to stay there with the drama. When he gave them some drama, now that we want to end the drama, let's sign this thing and get on out of here. See, and that's how we are sometimes. We want the drama until it come back to us much stronger than what we bringing. Then we want to end all the drama and go then. So, so see, the, the, but he says the Lord's people should not strive, shouldn't be quarrelsome, but gentle unto all men, apt to teach. Here's the things he's saying. We're we, we not supposed to be argumentative, but, but, but meek and mild towards all. And see, some, some people had the idea if I'm meek, then I'm weak. But that's not what meek means. Meek means power under strength. Under control. See, and, uh, me, Jesus was, was called the meekest man on earth, but that's, he showed his power in his meekness. What was done to him to be accused of the things that he had been accused of and being innocent of all that. See, we couldn't take that. We've been standing on, on top of this podium, you know, uh, uh, voicing our, our case, talking about what do you mean accusing me of this stuff? But he took it and like a lamb before his tears, opened out his mouth. That was showing us meekness and power under control. He said, but also with that, he said, we must be able to teach. In other words, to exhort and convince those who are of a contradictory mindset. See, some, some people, even when they don't agree with us, in verse 24, it says, when, when, when those people that disoppose us and not going to want to go along with us, we still supposed to be able to teach in our gentleness. See, some people will come back later on when they've been trying to push your button and you didn't allow them. You you took back that power. You said, no, I'm not going to give you more power over me than I'm exercising. I'm going to with the Lord's help. I'm going to pray that he he give me something at this particular time to keep me calm. And if I got to go away and, and, and I'm biting my lip while I'm there to keep from saying something back to you. And I go away and, and, and pray about it. Go to the restroom or wherever and pray about it and come back. See, you might not tell me about that now. But later on, you might look back on it and say, you know, you, you really impressed me at that time way back because... If that had been, if it had been reversed, see, I probably would have banged you, you know, if you was, you know, trying to push my button like that. But, but that really impressed me that, that you kept your cool in the face of all that. So we never know how allowing the, the spirit to take over us will, will help us in those situations. In fact, the next, the next thing he tells us in, in, in verse uh, 25, he says, and meekness, excuse me, and, and 24, excuse me, the last part, they say, and the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle to all men, apt to teach patience. That word patience. Jesus is the epitome of patience. We're talking about uh, having that Christ-like quality needed when we have those battles of words back and forth with people. We need to exercise patience, which is sometimes hard to do. See, because I can't even listen to you, listen to you, because I'm trying to get my point across. And while I'm, we battling with these words, say, I'm not hearing a thing that you're saying. You're not hearing what I'm saying, because everybody's trying to get their point across and get, get their word in first. You know? and, and Jesus says, sometimes you just have to be patient and listen to what the other person has to say. Sometimes we, we get so confused in this thing because we're not listening. Everybody wants to talk. And, and sometimes we might see... Uh, some clarity in this thing if we exercise patience. And, and some people say, well, I, I'm not patient. I, I'm just not patient. Well, you were at one time. You, you might not exercise it now, but at one time you were patient. 
See, when you was a little baby ro crawling around, you know, and, and, and you, you moved around and you pulled yourself up on something like this and, and you took two steps. D Dylan, when, when, Dylan, when he was walking around and he took two steps and then fell down like that. And, and he tried again and pulled himself up and, and, and fell again. He said, oh, I'm, I'm through with this. I ain't got no patience for this stuff, you know. He said, I'm just going to crawl everywhere I go. He ain't do that. He got up and tried the third time, the fourth time, fifth time until he started getting his bound. Now they got to chase him everywhere. Now he running everywhere. See, we exercise that patience then, but as we get older, we don't have time for that. See, our patience wears thin, you know. It wears thin when we drive and my wife always hunching me, you know. You, you need some patience. And I say, you need license, you know. You need, you. But, but see, we, we exercise the patience when we want to, amen. That's, that's what we do, but, but, but that's a quality, that's quality that we need to have. We need to have that. And, and verse 25, as I hasten to it, he said, in meekness. Instructing those that oppose themselves, if perhaps if God's peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth. These those ones that you try to teach them and not necessarily sitting in class teaching them, but you teach them by your words, your actions and, and all those things. And they are opposing you at every turn. That's when you're going to need that fruit of the spirit. You're going to need that patience. You're going to need that long suffering. You're going to need all these things. And, and, and to boot with that, you're going to need the, the arm of God as well. When they start throwing them fiery darts at you, you, you think you're better than me, don't you? You know, so, so, so those are things we're going to need to make it through when we try to Walk in this way and be and be a blessing to somebody else. So we, we're going to need those things to surround us in our evangelism. And and the last verse, he says, and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by his will. By him, excuse me, at his will. See, we got some people who are caught up by the devil and we are going trying to restore them and we, we're going to have to exercise some patience in that in that case and we're going to have to make room for restoration because these people when you in that snare of the devil see that's like being in a, a drunken stupor you know when when you drunk see you need time to get yourself together See, but when we restore, we want to wake up, get yourself, get yourself together. You know, we expect it to be instant, but we got to we got to express patience and long suffering because everybody's not going to be able to be brought out the snare of the devil just by shaking them, shaking them out. So God, God wants to work with us. He said, he said in other places, sometimes we got to put ourselves in that place. Think of those that go and restore somebody else. See, you got to do it with the idea this could be me. And how would I want them to restore me if I was in that case? You know, because it, it talks about the day that are spiritual restore those one in the spirit of meekness. See, and, 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 and that restoration that they're talking about, they're talking about it's like mending a, a, bro a broken bone. See, now, when, 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 when my arm is broke, see, I don't need Gina coming over to grab my what, What's wrong with your arm? Let me see it, you know. Then I'm going to say, no, nah, look, that's all right. Uh, is anybody else trained medically around here? You know, I'm going to say, um, there, I got a brain lock. Tony, I'm going to say, please, Sister Tony, I know, I know you got nursing license, please, because this, this woman, you know, I don't want her to touch me, but you want somebody that... That, that had more skills in restoring somebody than those are less spiritual in that. So, and, and we all need to be that. We all not going to be that, but we, but we need that. So prayer for these things, this whole series we've been talking about was discipleship, about how to be better disciples than we have been. And we all going to need that. And we're going to need, we're we going to pray for somebody that, that's, 
uh, uh, further along in their discipleship to help us, that can mentor us, that when we when we take two steps and fall down, that we'll, we'll, we'll turn around and come back and help us, even though it impedes them. But they 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 willing to help us because they want you to walk beside them. They ain't going to get up here and say, oh, he didn't fell again. I'm tired of fooling with him. You know, see, we want somebody to show compassion and come back and help us to our feet. Help us one more time. Have as much patience with us as he's been having with all of us. Amen. Uh, Brother Song Leader, you can, you can start on up there. See, if you hear maybe you don't have access to those things I was talking about, the fruit of the spirit and, and being surrounded by like-minded folk who, who will help you when, when you feel weak and you have feeble knees and you're going through stuff and they can't relate to it, then it, it starts by hearing God's word. Once you hear God's word, then you got to make up your mind that you believe it. It's not going to change the word because you don't believe it or not. It's going to be the word regardless. But it will help you to move to the next state of making a change. You believe it. You, you hear what God's word had to say and say, I'm going to stop doing this crazy stuff because I'm keep doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. And that's a sign of a crazy person. So I, I'm going to go to God and let him change me. I'm going to give God a try. And, and when you ready to repent and confess the sweetest name on mortal tongue that Jesus Christ is the Lord, now that makes you a candidate for baptism. Up to that, you know, you can believe all those things and, and, and not be willing to confess the Lord as, as Lord and Savior. And that, that means you came close. But that's, that doesn't make you a candidate for baptism. You're just leaning against the ark. And some people will do that. They'll get as far as close as leaning against the ark. I show up. I come to church every time you invite me, don't I? <laughs> I sit there and I listen to some of them preachers that I don't even like. You know, that, you know but see, I, I'm trying to do better, you know. But you need to go all the way. Once you, once you go through that, that just puts you in there. It's not over with after you get baptized. Now you're in the race. Now you can qualify. Your work can qualify for something. Because I told you, you could be the fastest person in this room, in this country, run, run 50s and four something, but you won't get a gold medal at the Olympics till you get in, in the race. Amen? Amen. All right, song leader, let's take, take us home. Let us stand and sing the hymn of invitation. Nothing but the blood of Jesus can make us hold again. Nothing.